0: to fulfill everything that you want to have an extraordinary life. So welcome again, my name is Michelle Foster and you are with us today at Mornings with Michelle. Hit it. Well, good morning and welcome to Mornings with Michelle. I'm Michelle Foster and delighted that you chose to go on my podcast and listen to us today. Today, I have a beautiful friend, colleague, and lady, Lisa Brennan, joining me. And we're gonna really explore her journey through this thing called life. Lisa is an entrepreneur, a registered nurse, mama of two, a daughter and a son, and is a very avid lover of animals. Lisa believes life has changed. It started out, she was in the workforce as an elementary school teacher, teacher and Lisa's journey has taken her into many beautiful directions in her life. So I wanna welcome you, Lisa. Thank you for joining me today. And I'd like to start by asking you a few questions. So let's take you back to before you were an elementary school teacher. Go back to when you were a little girl, five years old, and at five years old, you had dreams. There were things that you saw for yourself. Can you talk about that here? Sure, sure.
1: I was um, very supported in my family um, at, at being the oldest daughter, and um, was very creative and liked to run run around a lot with my younger siblings and I sang all the time and I was drawing and coloring. I lived life in color and always um, view things with vibrancy in life and just enjoyed the simplicity and always wanted to do something in the field of, of arts, whether it was singing or dancing or drawing. And that was my true passion
0: to find ways to bring more joy into my life. How beautiful. So as a little girl, did you draw? Did you dance? Did you sing?
1: Sang all the time.
0: What all did you time. sing? What did you sing?
1: Some of my oh, some um what were my favorite songs? Yeah. <laughs> just I would just burst out and song. things would trigger. In my mind, um, a song, and I would just burst out a line or two from a song, no matter where I, I was it. in the bathroom, love it. in the kitchen.
0: I love it. So, do you still do that today?
1: I do. Do you? I do. I really do. All of a sudden, something will, and, my, and everybody will look at me like, where did that come from? And I'll
0: just Aww. burst out with a, a line from a song. Part Very of my good. day now very good so the last song you just burst out and sang what was it when was it yesterday today when was it oh um so uh last i a couple of days ago
1: a group of friends and i were sitting at a park bench and i can't recall the exact song it was but all of a sudden and these people i didn't know very well i just started bursting out singing and they looked at me like Oh, you can, you're singing it. I was like, I didn't even realize I was
0: doing it. It just oh came out gosh. naturally. Isn't I didn't even beautiful. know what song it was, but. It doesn't matter, does it? No. When we feel joy, we feel joy. So I want to go back to something you said when I was first introducing you. And you said you were very supported when you were young. Explain that. Who supported you? Well, um, So my mom and my dad
1: and I have um, a sister that is 10 months younger than I am. And basically she was my built-in friend. We did everything together from from early on. And then later on in life, I had a little sister uh, six years later that came and joined our family. But my parents were always there for me. My mom was a homemaker. Um, she ran the house and and was there for us but my sister and I were inseparable we um, she supported everything every vision I had every dream she was always the strong one out of us like um, I was actually younger I was not as extroverted as I am today I was very introverted it actually um, my
0: Um, boldness came much later in life so my sister was the one what caused that boldness to come out um I've thought about that quite a bit
1: through um this self-reflection time in my life and um I think as I became older and realizing that I wanted to be a mom and and be um, the one where people depended upon me instead of me depending upon everybody else. Um, I started more self-reflection and venturing out into grander and more audacious kind of roles and putting myself out there more and more and little by little I evolved and I blossomed into a totally different person. So people that knew me back in high school can't believe today how um, boisterous I am and and courageous and how, how much I've stepped into this adult role.
0: You believe that started with wanting to be a mom? Is that what you said?
1: Yep, I think that is. I think it started with, I think that was a mom and a teacher was something I always desired to be. I, I wanted to be a mom from early on. Um, I remember being 17, 18, 19 years old and saying how much
0: I, I couldn't wait to have children of my own. That's that awesome. That's awesome. Care. Because I think that women that decide they want to be a mom turn out to be great moms, right? Anytime you decide to be something, you hopefully it becomes your greatness, right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the teacher, and then you talk about when you were back at five. What type of a teacher were you? An art teacher? Were you a music teacher? What kind of a teacher were you? No, I,
1: I think I always. Um, I don't remember teaching anything with art. I only always remember setting up my um, stuffed animals in a little in cla- little chairs in a classroom setting. So I think it was more globally. I don't. I don't know that I directed it towards any one particular focus.
0: Well, I mean, then and as you became a teacher, what level oh, of teacher as, a, as sure. an
1: adult? I loved science. Science was my passion. Anything with nature, anything with the earth, anything with connecting and grounding people and figuring out why with curiosity, that has always been my, um, my passion is discovering. And then um, having that, fascination and finding a creative way and a new way to look at things. So I think science um, has always brought me, um, kept me grounded and allowed, also allowed me to expand and um, encourage others to look at things at that there's more than one way to do the same thing and achieve the same goal. That's why I okay. love science so much. Are you? Were you a science teacher? Primarily. Awesome. I, mhm most of my so i think that's how um um early on in my my son's life he became a diabetic he was um and i was his care you know caretaker as his mom and i wanted to take care of him and so that my science background in teaching naturally evolved and um became into the medical aspect and i think over time the more i taught the more medical i got and the more about the human body i got i was focused on health and nutrition and that was a turning point for me into bridging into my nutrition focus and um my nursing focus later on in life how i ended up switching careers
0: wow you so your kids have just been that Um, that guide for you to the next level, it sounds like. You sound like a a fabulous mom, Lisa. Oh, thank you. So let's ask you this. So um, we we all have one big strength. I'm sure that we all have many, but if I was to say, which I'm asking you, what is your biggest strength? The one that just pops into your head, what is it? The one that jumps
1: out at me is my focus on education, is that I can um, make things, it's always been my passion, I guess, even as a mom, you're you're constantly teaching, as a, an educator, obviously you're teaching, and then even in nursing and my entrepreneurial role, I, I just have constantly looked towards finding ways to explore and break things down simply so that people can experience it and understand it in a way that they, they couldn't normally comprehend it without somebody taking the time to actually broaden their horizons and teach it to them.
0: That's beautiful. I'm sure people are very grateful when you give them that kind of time and that kind of awareness. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> wouldn't be that's awesome
1: and also through that I guess with my daughter I learned that you know we all learn my children and being a teacher I learned that we all learn in different ways so having things explained to us in different uh, modalities hands-on you hear that hands-on learning I'm a doer I learn by doing I was never a paper and pen learner so I always tried to Um, push myself to teach people in a way that they can understand it other than reading and writing.
0: That's awesome. Wow. So you go from being a teacher of science to becoming a registered nurse, and now you're also an entrepreneur. So explain what that means. So what it means to me
1: is that um, I've used I've used my background and my knowledge and my life experiences of what I of what I've struggled with to find creative solutions. Cause I, I like finding new ways to solve problems. Okay. So my personal problem as a single mom was getting and keeping my money. So how did I turn that? And now later on in life, I use that what I've learned through all these years of of working these side jobs and then not wanting to leave my children and how I can teach others to make money without leaving their home and manage it well so that they have more of it to do more of what they want to do. So that's what I work on now is is I help people manage the money that they have and create streams of new income in the e-commerce field so that they can find ways to meet their economic goals without leaving their children at home or leaving them with somebody else and and um, other caretakers so i'm going
0: to get a little vulnerable here because as you know that's what i do So let me ask you, is that because that was your pain point? Like when you were a mom and had to leave your children and you don't want other moms to feel that way? Is that a fair comment? That is absolutely a fair comment.
1: And um, a a lot of truth to that, but yet, um, since I was a teacher early on, I chose that career because my children would go to work with me and come from work with me, but it was still still a struggle for me to make ends meet on a teacher's salary. So even though I had my children next to me, maybe when I was tutoring after school or had to bring them to their um, game softball or whatever uh, swimming meets that they played, I still had to work next to them while they were doing I wasn't still a participant an active participant in what they were doing even though I didn't have to leave them with strangers I juggled everything in order to do that so um yeah there was a big feeling of of not being there for them when I wanted to
0: not having that freedom to choose wow wow Wow. so let me ask you this let's let's move the focus on to you So Lisa, we all have a big, hairy, audacious goal. What's yours? So, I've always had a dream
1: to build a school in which people can learn alternative ways um, that they don't have to just read and write. That they can learn life skills and they can um, excel and thrive in a world where their curiosity is encouraged and they don't have to sit in a chair for eight hours a day and and be expected to just regurgitate the information on a test. So I wanted, I want my big goal is to. to create an environment in which people can learn and accelerate their minds and creativity and foster and feed it so that they can blossom in their own
0: strengths. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. So have you um, have you blueprinted it? Have you funded it? Have you or are you still in that dreaming of making it happen stage? Where are you with your? your I'm not
1: I'm not there yet. I do have a sketch outline of what I would like, Um, I do. And in the meantime, I'm creating, you know, um, courses in which I can help people manage their money. So I'm trying to create a business outline within my, a smaller framework so that it can expand and grow into something
0: larger. But let's delve into that so who would be initially like who is your initial customer is it a child is it an adult let's talk about that
1: so um, going back to my pain point as a single mom and struggling with money so right now that is where i am focused on helping others avoid that same struggle that i had to go through and um skipping ahead all those years is something that i would have liked to have known and done um, in my early years. What I, you know, what I would have liked to have known existed. And managing money was something that nobody taught me. That I had to learn as I went. So managing money is where I'm learning, so that I can have enough money to build and grow and and. Cr- and foster my dreams and, and get to this big audacious goal of creating this school that, that would take a lot of funding.
0: Beautiful. So you reside in Florida. Will your school be in Florida? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Okay. I like the warmth here. (laughs) Our sunshine girl right here at Um, the beach all the time. At the beach. So you're going to have a place, a school at the beach. Yes. Sounds great. So um, how do you manage failure? Can you give me an example of something that you would call really, you would describe as a failure and how did you, how did you handle that? So
1: I, I think the best way that I handle um, setbacks and failures are through reflection, taking it in. um, I used to, I would say, beat myself up over things that, um, what I considered mistakes, but I feel I've truly evolved from that and that no longer occurs. And I go inward and reflect on what went well, because there's always something that went well something we can learn from this but then of course there's got to be um something that
0: we can tweak and get better so an example of something give me an example what comes into your head something that was really hard I mean what I want our listeners to do is really feel your heart it's just so beautiful and I want you to really dig deep so um my
1: divorce was a huge sorry i had to pause for a moment because right. it was definitely a tough tough turn time in my life um when my marriage when i realized that my marriage was dissolving um it was very difficult to not point fingers at myself you know and transition from that point in my life to move forward and be still be the person I needed to be for the people and my loved ones, my children, and and yet still have a family. So our family wasn't perfect. And when I finally realized that after uh, a lot of reflection, a lot of deep thought, um, I had to, I had to learn We had to learn to be a family without all of us being underneath the same roof. And it was so important for my children to realize that their dad was still a part of their lives, even though we were not um, husband and wife.
0: That was essential. um, Do you feel like you were able to grow as, as, as yourself, as a woman through that? Or was it really something that set you back? Well, I can
1: honestly say it set me back for a time period. Mm. Um, I had to push through, it was very, it's, it's very hard. It's a, it's a very traumatic thing to go through. But in doing that, um, I, I turned um, to my family quite a bit and also to the church, you know, and seeking guidance And going inward, a lot of reflection, a lot of reading, a lot of growth had to happen. And I know I emerged a better person. So a lot of um, looking back at my, of the occurrences that happened and realizing what was in my control and what wasn't in my control. And then going towards gratitude. Gratitude was the big thing that kept me moving forward. I, I realized now and started then that if I looked towards finding things that to be grateful for in those moments that I could cope and get on and move on and realize that there was hope for the future.
0: You know, I hear, I hear this said, I'm not gonna voice an opinion, but I hear this said that when we step into a place of gratitude, especially when we're feeling pain, that it puts us in the now and then helps us to look at now. Do you buy into that?
1: Absolutely. I think gratitude absolutely sets you, sets your priorities and and sets your mind into realizing, um, the glory, the, the joy that you have and that you can focus on and bring light into the darkness that is in your heart right now.
0: Absol- absolutely. And was that the guidance you were given or did you come to that through, like, was that something you were taught or something that evolved within? That
1: I was definitely not taught that. Um, through my upbringing, but as I sought other resources and people that I surround myself with, and then the community that that I now have, I have definitely learned to focus more on the positive aspects. And my thing now is to bring joy into my life every moment that I can. Anytime, anywhere, I look for moments of joy. How can I bring more joy
0: into my life? That's beautiful, that's beautiful. So what advice would you give to our audience listening to you? Your words of enthusiasm about living their life. What would you say, what are you saying? You're live. Okay, so what I am
1: saying is when you go through your life and setbacks happen, for you to take a step back and realize that not all is lost, that there is an opportunity for you to learn and move forward and realize that these setbacks are momentary and that there is so much joy that can, be, that can come out of this, even if you can't see it at the moment, just to hold on to that um, strength that you have within you and grab onto whoever it is that you need to along the way that, you can, that will encourage and support you. So to surround yourself with people in, in a community that will lift you up and then taking those moments first thing in the morning to intentionally make sure that you add more joy to your day spending time in gratitude and joy. And to me, the mornings are essential in order to set myself up for the entire day. So I take those 20, 30 minutes every single morning for myself and use those to propel my day into motion. Beautiful,
0: Lisa. Whether you answer this as you in the singular or about your children, maybe there's been communication, but I'm anxious to hear you tell me about where you were and where you've come as a mom, as a woman, you're explaining things that were challenging that you've been able to break through. Do you give yourself, do you take the time to really realize how far you've come or do your children know all that you've gone through i just i'd I'd love to just hear you talk about you well
1: so my children call me wonder woman oh really Mm -hmm. wow yep they truly they do recognize everything that i went through and the struggles i have and it's gonna make
0: me cry. <laughs> it's okay. Crying is a beautiful thing. You go ahead and cry, my dear.
1: Um, tears of joy at this moment because um, the struggles that uh, that I've had as my children were growing. I, I didn't. I did everything in my power not to let them know those were occurring um, monetarily, anyway. Um, of course they know there are hardships and you know you can see them but there was always something fun or something good to come out of it and to to recognize that um, for them now as adults they're 33 and 27 now and for them to tell me and last mother's day was a real eye-opener for me when they um, all the gifts I got were around Wonder Woman. And it, it was a real moment for me as I realized that uh, my children see me as a woman of strength. And yeah. I don't know what more a mother can ask for than to per- have her children recognize that.
0: Absolutely. 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 And for them to call you Wonder Woman is just gorgeous. I'll never look at you the same again. I'll always see that cape on your back. Let me ask you this. When you talk about being in gratitude and your kids watched, they lived your story. They watched, even though you didn't complain, like you said, you tried to hide it, but because they were allowed to make their own decisions about how hard you struggled. In other words, you didn't kind of I don't have much to say. You didn't bitch about it.
1: Do you mm-hmm. think it
0: allowed them to really see the glass half full instead of half empty? Yes. And I didn't, I,
1: I wanted my children to appreciate their mom and their dad both. So there was never any times when I put their dad down to, in order to put myself up. I wanted them to be able to have both parents available to them at all times. So um, beautiful. I, I didn't want my children to want for anything. If there was, obviously there wasn't financial resources for me to provide them certain things, but if there was a way that I can attain something where I traded my, um, where I could be creative, into getting them what they wanted even if, but um, their their wants were so small because they their hearts were so big and, and and our family was so close that that connection that we had together and supported each other was more valuable than anything or item that we could possibly want
0: So it's really, really not about money, it's about quality. So with that said, why do you believe now that you wanna teach women about the financial piece?
1: I want to teach women about the financial piece because I, I always, early on anyway, I really felt like I was lacking so much. I didn't appreciate where I was. Um, I worried about how to pay my electric bill. I worried about, I I was always short money every single month. I didn't even know how sometimes to put food on the table. So um, I want to teach people how to create an opportunity and a lifestyle to live within your means and not have to worry about um how to keep your lights on and how to feed your children
0: you know i'm picturing you with that worry i'm also picturing you sitting in the bleacher at a sport and being there but working while you were there and um you know that just says it all. So, Lisa, how can somebody, potentially more a female, if they are like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is the woman that can help me," how can someone get in touch with you? Tell us. So, I'm I
1: have a website, and I um, name it Lisa B Well. 365 365 so every single day
0: that you can be well um lisa be well. Com, lisa be well 365.com
1: and that's also my instagram lisa be well 365 and um, also my facebook
0: okay okay do you have a program that you have that someone could join um, tell us about that
1: Well, that is in the works right now. But what I do have is um, I can offer, um, I have a a free um, guide in which I can help people get started in planning their financial year.
0: And how uh, big
1: is that guide? So you um, email, uh, through my website, I have a form that you can fill out and you can download the guide through that website or connect with me on Instagram and message me and I can provide that to you as well.
0: Great. So Lisa, be 365.com or Instagram or Facebook. Yes. Fabulous. 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 If you can't feel her heart, my dear friends that are listening, my goodness, I don't know how much more we can say. So Lisa, what is, what's left in your heart to talk about right now? What, what is on your heart to say? What's in my heart to say that we haven't discussed is um, I know when times
1: are tough that it's very easy to get weighed down, but knowing that. You are going to come out victorious on the other side is something that you need to um, do a lot of reflection reflection and growth. So surrounding yourself with a community of people that are uplifting, not necessarily going through the same thing you are, but a, a variety of people that can actually support you and guide you into a transition into a joyous life. And finding those moments and setting yourself up every single day with those 20 minutes, taking that time for yourself to set yourself up in gratitude, whether you're, you pray or you journal or you just go to an inward reflection of setting yourself up every single morning and getting into that routine this way, you can give to yourself first. Because I feel like that was where I was lacking most in my life, that I was giving so much to other people that I didn't give, for my, give for, to myself. And I've learned that that has been my greatest asset, is that now I replenish myself each and every day, first thing in the morning, so that I have abundance and joy and happiness to give to other people. Because when I fill myself up, then I have more to give.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, for our audience, Lisa and I met in a community of like-minded women. Uh, It was all women and we came from very different places, but we all had a common denominator and that was growth. Do you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Growth. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. And I, um, I can't even remember when Lisa Brennan wasn't in my life. That's how good it is. So Lisa, I really wanna thank you for your time, for your heart, for your story. Wonder Woman, I love that you're sharing that. And I'm hoping that the next time you go to a costume party, you dress up as Wonder Woman and let your kids see that because I love it. I just love it. So thank you. Well, I just wanna say before we get off,
1: Michelle, that um, I, I have been so blessed by having you in my life in this community. And I'm so grateful that we um, had the opportunity. And I don't believe that anything is by chance. And I oh, know no. that yeah. this was um, a divine path and guidance for me for more growth in my future. And I thank you for your guidance.
0: Oh, well, back at your girlfriend, because you, uh, you enlightened me and, Really, I, I didn't know a lot of your story and it's just awesome. So thank you. I really appreciate your time and your heart. And um, for those of you, we will put it in the uh, show notes, but go to lisabewell 365com or go visit her on Instagram at lisabewell 365 or Facebook, but get this woman into your life because I can tell you from firsthand experience, she's a good. So thank you, Lisa. And thank you all for tuning in. Take care. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for today. I want to thank you for your time. It's so precious. Our time and our time freedom is everything. So I want to thank you for joining us today at Mornings with Michelle. Uh, this is Michelle Foster. And I encourage you to come visit us on Instagram at works. W E R K S, College and Works, because we are doing some fun things there with Instagram parties, with fun giveaways. We have, it's all about beauty and all about fun tips. So again, go ahead and go to your Instagram and become part of our community at College and Works because we have really fun Instagram parties. Looking forward to seeing you there. And always feel free to comment on the podcast. Or if there's something that you would like us to talk about, please let me know your thoughts. That would be amazing. Have a super fantastic day, my friend. This is Michelle Foster from Mornings with Michelle, signing off.